everyone. Welcome to Gadget Talk, brought to you by the Geocache Talk Network. I am so excited to be here, and this is just going to be a really busy, busy week for all of us here on the network. Um, but before we even get to that, Chad, how's how's your week going, man? It's going, it's going great. A little busy uh, at work, but I'm so excited about this weekend. Um, oh. You know, obviously, hopefully, everybody knows that on the 30th this Saturday will be Worldwide CacheCon. That's right. right? That's this, this weekend, January 30th, uh, from 10 a.m. to 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. So set your clocks uh, accordingly. So, Chad, you're starting at eight o'clock in the morning. And uh, Jesse says that his the best time for him is at nine. So that's when his is starting. And other people in, on the East Coast wake up a little bit later. So theirs starts a little bit later. So we're so that's in the U.S. And if you're in another country, some of you are going to be waking up really early. And I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> I think Australia is like 2 a.m. or something like that is what I heard. Yeah, but, but isn't that like your normal time you wake up, Chad? Well, me, yes. But uh, yeah, I don't know how many people do that. There are not many people are crazy like me. No, no, not at all. So, but before we get into anything else, and, and we got a little bit more about CashCon uh, right when we come back, but we have to, of course, go and help with our sponsors and some other stuff that we got to take care of. If you'd like to become a patron, click on the Become a Patron link on the front page of the Geocache Talk website or head over to patreon.com forward slash geocache talk for more details. Patrons get the now famous blackout coins and other geocaching items during the year. Support levels start as low as the bison tube level, which is only $3 a month. Logwork, the creators of the fantastic logbook made with genuine right in the rain paper, the logbook's designed for the micro containers of the present and future, geared towards the hider who'd rather go caching than doing cache maintenance. Find them at logwork.com. That's L-O-G-W-E-R-K.com. All right, Chad. And you know what I've been seeing a lot of on Facebook and, and Instagram and all that? I've been seeing a lot of these coins. And yeah. everybody, you know, I got mine. Chad's got his. And uh, so if you haven't gotten your Gadget Talk coin or any of the other coins for the network, go on to uh, geocachetalk.com and go to the store and there's a lot of different stuff. And Chad, you know a bit more about the packages than I do. Tell them a little bit about those packages. Yeah, so if you go on there to the store, uh, you can either, you can get the coin by themselves or you can actually get the coin shirt and a decal uh, on there uh, and ends up being a little bit cheaper if you buy the whole package deal uh, there. And it's actually kind of cool because uh, I've actually seen some posts online with our shirts on yeah. them that had nothing to do with the show right someone posted them geocaching and just happened to see a photo of it and it had one of our shirts on it so that's really cool right so yeah go on and cool. yeah advertise or get your coin and your shirt for your favorite podcast or all of them it's up to you right and if you want to kind of roll the dice hey you know this weekend worldwide cash con there's going to be some prizes up and i'm really excited and i've been working really hard with it in fact as much as I want to be on here with you guys tonight and with Chad, I got to call in a, uh, a pinch hitter uh, because I'm working on a lot of stuff for everybody for CashCon right now and trying to get a lot of the videos up there. Um, let me tell you, it is so much fun seeing a lot of these videos and you will not want to miss CashCon. There is so much going on this weekend from the Gadget uh, Showcase. Uh, that's going to be really cool. Um, the HQ tour, holy cow, it's going to blow your mind. There's some really cool stuff that you're going to see in that. Uh, 
Brian talking, the, our keynote speaker talking, really great. And just so many different videos from coming around all around the world. You do not want to miss this weekend's CashCon. It is going to be phenomenal. And there are so many different prizes that you can win on different hours that you can do. And I believe that you guys announced it the other night on, um, on the Sunday show. You have an opportunity to win an adventure lab. And that's, that's really cool. And you'll find out how, that, how that's all going to happen uh, on Saturday. So you don't want to miss it. But unfortunately, like I said, I can't be here. I really would love to be here because I've seen a lot of these caches in the emails. And I cannot wait to see these caches in person. But you guys have done a phenomenal job creating these caches. And this show tonight is all about you. So I'm bringing in the pen cheddar right now. So here he is. Yeah, uh, large pepperoni, <laughs> sausage, uh, bacon. Oh, hey, hang on. I, I'm on a show now. I'm sorry. Hey, guys. Well, hey, welcome, Gary. Well, call me ordering pizza. Hopefully, I thought you were ordering for Derek since he has to be up all night editing. I am. I, I, I'm, I'm, sending it his, I'm sending it toward Tennessee. So hopefully, you know, it'll keep him going. I'm from Texas to Tennessee. That's a little long way oh, for really? me. A little cold. Well, you know. Yeah, because I mean, last night I was up till, or I went to bed this morning about two thirty, working on all the different stuff. Back up at seven thirty, uh, ate breakfast, and was back at it at eight, and been at it all day. And yep, doing great. Going to be back into it again tonight, getting everything ready. So, you guys have a great show. Uh, absolutely love every one of the viewers that are watching and those that are listening. Um, and I am so proud of all the as hard as they've been working to get this cash con going and a lot of the great videos. So yep. like I said, you do not want to miss it. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. So, but good night, everybody. And you guys have fun and enjoy getting these caches. All right. Thank you, Derek. <laughs> Bye Derek. Um, well, that's what, you, that's what happens when you're so good at editing videos and doing what you do is you, you get, get stuck. You get, <laughs> you get, um, you get moved to a priority of doing that. So Pizza yeah. Ninja, I know if I'm sending a pizza. Yes, Pizza Ninja, I'm sending pizza to New York. So you're all set, buddy. Um, and yeah, I did keep Tom up half the night working on a puzzle, which, come on, Tom, you're supposed to have finished it by now. I gave you all the clues you needed. I don't know what's going on there, but uh, anyway, I'm sorry. Yeah, no, uh, it, it we it worked. It really works out for, I mean, it works out for everybody. We really need Derek focused on, uh, at least for a while, we, we've he's got a lot. He's been doing a lot, but you know, eight hours of editing uh, is a lot of work. So, well, and I, and I he's editing my film work, which I know is a lot of work. Uh, <laughs> I'm I'm not a video <laughs> photographer, you know, person. So, um, you know, I feel sorry for him that he actually has to to take care of that. But uh, I did see some of what he's done, and it looks great it looks amazing yeah. so it does a great job and no Adi, the show just started derek had to leave but the show must go on yes so um tonight we are going to talk about uh cashers or listeners caches so they've been sending me in all you listeners have been sending me in some caches uh, or pictures of caches and also yeah. some questions as well um, and so we're going to go over those and then, you know, obviously ask any questions that you have on anything. And if you're listening to this, it's going to be kind of hard to, to see the photos that will show of the caches. 
Um, but uh, we'll describe them the best we can. Yeah. Here. You got a bunch too. I when you told me you were going to be doing this, I thought, oh, okay. And, but yeah, you got a lot of them. Yeah, there's quite a few um, that have been sent to me, and I know we've. I didn't. I'm not going over the ones that were shared before. We've oh, okay. done a wow. few of them yeah. on previous shows, but well, keep um, them coming, then, folks. Keep those pictures of gadget caches coming in. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's great, and we're really happy to see what you make. Um, and, uh, you know, it, it's nice to hear that, you know, you got some inspiration from some of our builds that we've done here on the show. And then some of them are, you know, your version of some kind of a takeoff of what we've done. Uh, you just kind of, you made it your own, which is what we want. And I love to see the different direction you take the build into. So, yeah, I like that. Um, uh, first we'll start with a question here. Um, from Dan, uh, he has a question regarding a design. And so I'm looking at this and without seeing a picture of it, let me pull up the design here. Yeah. Um, without, without seeing a picture of exactly how he wants to do this, he's looking at, his question is, um, uh, he's unsure certain on this here, this design. So it's a puzzle that I'm thinking you use a momentary switch on a read, a magnet that, he has a read switch here and a momentary switch. And so I'm thinking the read switch will activate the 12 volt latch and open the door. And then once that's open, the limit switch uh, or the momentary switch will actually close the circuit. So your, your 12 volt lock doesn't overheat because that will stay on and it'll get hot and burn out. I guess this question is how to reset that. Uh, the, the puzzle when he's done. So if you have to move something in a certain area or, or a cashier does, how do you have that reset without asking the cashier to do it for you? I'm not sure without seeing a picture of it. Um, right. I'm hope I'm hoping that um, he, he mentioned to me, he sent, Oh, you know, I didn't download that part. He said it was a puzzle and I believe it's just moving a magnetic. I don't know if it's a, uh, moving a magnet around something here. Uh, yeah. I'm not sure on what he's talking about, but the only thing I could think of on here for resetting the whole puzzle, right. if you're watching the chat there, I don't know if anybody's bringing anything up here. Yeah, I'm, um, watching, I'm watching that. Okay. Um, I'm not sure how you would do it without asking the cashier to reset the puzzle. If it's if you're doing something that's like a ball, let me oh, let's take this back down here. If, if you're doing something that's like a ball that would go past it, that would just pop it, then you know the ball could obviously go down and you could put a flap there so if you're using one of the heavy metal balls like a ball so, bearing right so excuse my ignorance on this but he is he he's he's worried about the door like not being closed at the end i mean my thought is that my initial thought is that you said is that he's worried about well forget the reset part for a minute but do you really want there to be two breaks in your when you got a read oh. switch and a momentary switch? So what it is is resetting. So how oh, to reset okay. the puzzle so when the door shuts, it'll it doesn't reset. just pop out back open because then if you shut it, it'll reactivate the door. Oh, okay, and he okay, actually okay. is on, on here on the chat. Um and it seems like it's a it's a the puzzle's a cryptex. Yeah, Dan's saying that that's puzzles of cryptex. But it might be his. Um, 
if anybody has an idea on this, um, send us an email and we'll send it off to Dan. Um, and I'll think about this. I, I sent it off to actually um, Dave Wagner as well, just because right. he's really good at, at these. But um, anyways, we'll so, have to see how yeah. to reset it. Is the Cryptex then, Dan, is it built in to the gadget or is it, do you pull the Cryptex out separate and you're worried about, I assume it's part of the gadget. So, so Dave is saying, can the door disrupt the puzzle read switch? And I, and I think, let me pull that picture back up. It does when it's open. There's a, a momentary switch at the bottom that I'm imagining is, is closed Close when the, the door is closed. closed. Right. So open when the read switch activates, open. it will pop the latch, but then the read switch, the momentary switch opens. So then you, you cut your negative line and you... So if someone leaves whatever a read switch would be magnetic, if someone leaves that magnet on there, it doesn't burn up your latch. Oh, but I yeah. think the, the idea is how do you reset the read switch or that magnet uh, so that when they shut the door, it just doesn't pop back open. Yeah. Dan says picture a bar in the silo is the cryptex. That's cool. I like that. So anyways, if you, if anybody has an idea on that, let's, we can come back to that later on put it in the chat. Um, but uh, yeah, I would say that you would have to either have the cashier remove whatever is the which activating the read switch, right? Um, either before they leave or before they shut the door to reset it. You know, that's one of the biggest uh, questions on gadget cash builds. Yeah, um, is how do you, how do you get cashers to reset the puzzle properly? Um, you could probably end up doing it with an Arduino using an Arduino. So it automatically resets itself, but I don't know again exactly. Well, he's using a cryptex, so yeah. Sure. The one thing is you as you know, and everybody or most people are probably listening now know is that as as much as we love other geocachers, you have to assume that they're not going to put everything back the way it's supposed to be, and they're just going to walk away. I was I, I thought of it the other day too is that wherever you put a cache. Think of a think of a herd of elephants coming by that area. So if it's if it's not in the right location, you know, because it's you have to think about the I guess a, a sadly the worst case scenario, what happens to you know, but batteries can be replaced. But still, you you hate to do that when you you don't want to. I think that's why you guys talk a lot about uh, having ones that that don't stay on all the time, right. And that the way he has it set up, it would kill the power because right. on that on the uh, twelve volt latch there, it will overheat and burn up if you leave right. power to it. Um, so he, the way he has it set up there is actually really cool because it does yeah. kill the power. That's so um, Dave here says uh, it moves the magnet when the doors open. So maybe when you open the door, you have to you have to end up resetting it to have the door open, um, something like that. Yeah, um, you know, Adi suggests about them removing the battery. I know that's <laughs> that's ideal. I mean, uh, but you kind of hope people will do that. I know. I try to remember. I know I, I actually did one of Adi's and uh, was able to hunt around the cache and found a, a battery, and then tried to put the cap. You know, I try to try to remember put the battery back. Where I found it, which was around the corner of the, you know, from the, other, it was, it was, 
it was on the cash was around the side of the court side of the thing but i don't know like you said people aren't always going to do that they're going to forget and or don't care and whatever or they get excited and yep you know, <laughs> they, get, they're in a hurry so yeah uh dan says he can have two opposing magnets it pushes it back down away from the reed i guess yeah i mean i guess how is that being activated so someone has to just bring a make their own magnet um to me, that's if they have to use a handheld and just run it along the front of something until it switches, activates. As soon as they pull their magnet off, it'll then it'll yeah. reset. Uh, I'm not 100 sure. Yeah. All right. Well. Yeah. So, like, let's people we'll have move ideas. on to another one here, and we can come back if if someone mentions something here. They can always send that um, to gadget talk podcast at gmail.com. Yeah. Yes. And he absolutely, Dan sent that to us there. Yeah. Um, so just finding our way, we'll go on to some of his um, here. Sorry, I have a, a iPad with everything on it so I can keep track of what photos go with which, which, which. So yep. this one here, um, he most of his caches are puzzle caches rather than gadget caches. Um, and often uh, he used stuff that he runs across sitting around to make the caches right. um, this one here is called double jeopardy and it looks like it's at a fire station oh very this cool what the front of it looks like <laughs> rapid response um, sir yeah nice of course, if, it's, if you have a lock on it is it really how rapid response is that <laughs> don't, don't someone got me on that, that on something too don't uh, i think it's cool it is i did the same thing i put a lock on something and call it rapid response and everybody said that's not that's the that's opposite rapid of rapid response, response. Okay. Yes, <laughs> but anyways um, and this is outside of a fire station uh, at a Chiefs Park Rangers office. Um, and it has the police department parking lot was too small. So it used to be, I guess it used to be at a police department parking lot. Oh, okay. And so this is the final at the fire department cache. So this is what the front of it looks like. And this is what the inside looks like here. Oh, wow. So we don't want to give anyone any puzzles or any, any way that you do it. But yeah. this is what one of his caches look like. Oh, that's when he actually gave a GC code to. Cool. Um, which is GC7CNP9 or P4. Not, he has two on here. GC7NP9? Yeah, NP49. And then he has a GC6YPQ6. Oh. So it must be two different caches, I'm thinking. Um, but that is one of his caches there at Double Jeopardy that he's made. Um, and then in th there, here's another one that he's made. And this one is GC72WGF. Um, it's logical pairs. And so it's in a library cache. Um, let me pull it up here. Um, in a reference book drawer. Uh, and the word book of cheese until the branch campus removed it. So it was in a book, a oh, reference okay. book, um, under the word book of cheese. And oh, then when cool. the, branch, the branch closed, they obviously had to remove it. So in that, you would find a floppy disk, and that would open it up, open up the back, 
Oh, cool. Yeah. Of the cache. So using the nice. floppy disk, I guess putting the, it must be right there. You can see the floppy disk in the front. Yeah. It must be when you put it in, it would open it up. I wonder, so how, many really people, cool. <laughs> I wonder how many people walked into the, the library and walked up to that thing and goes, oh, push. No, what, what is this? Yeah. It, Why that, to get a library to have a computer sitting in there, especially an old, it looks like an old Mac. It does. Yeah. I used to have a Mac. Um, it, uh, just to have them let that sit out. That's really cool. Yeah. That's, that's awesome. Um, he has another one here that he made called just a plain old cache, which is really cool. Cause it's old plane. Oh yeah. Plane. Looks, uh -huh. looks pretty simple. Nothing, nothing too gadgety about it. Uh, looks like a creative cache and he's rolled a hole in the back of the plane where the, uh, looks like the bolt would go and put the bison tube on that. So that's pretty cool. <laughs> He just finding a way says all the young folks don't get it. I think they don't get either, <laughs> either the Mac, the old Mac, which I used to, ha I had one of those kind of Macs, or they're also not going to get the plane because, you know, how many people that don't do woodworking know what a plane is other than an airplane, you know? Right. This would be cool in like an antique shop. Yeah. Store. Yeah. If you had it sitting in, well, of course you can't put a cash in the store. I love that. But if you had it somewhere where they had a bunch of antiques or old things like that, that'd be kind of cool. Um, there's you have it sit in plain sight. Get it? Oh, Dan, that's from Dan, not me. <laughs> um, and then he has so that one there, the plain one is GC86AP1 called just a plain old cache. And next, um, he has one, it's the uh, geocache code is GC8Q6AG, um, and it's called Unhinged. Um, and so it looks like an idea. It's an idea he toyed with a combination of a latch mechanism that Derek published on his cache or on his channel earlier this last spring. Like nearly all of my more challenged builds, it lives in a on a private property light pole. Um, and so this, you find that right one there. Cool. So that is that one. And oh, yeah, then there, yeah. And I don't have anything of the inside of this one, but that looks pretty cool. And it looks pretty official. Oh um, yeah. The, the sign on it and everything. So, um, that's pretty cool. I, a lot of my caches have the, have signs on them. So that's, that's really cool. Yeah. Um, he has another one here called, uh, well, yeah, I was well, saying just for the audio listeners, the it does look like some type of electrical box on a pole, but it has no wires coming out, of course. But it's got a danger on it that's very uh, looks very standard looking, like <laughs> like it really is something you're not supposed to mess with unless you're a cashier, right? So, yeah, and it looks like he actually covered up his um, hose clamps looks like he covered up the screws with something so it's hard to get at him to take it down which oh that's awesome good. yeah you, if, yeah you got to think of those things you got to think about what people do uh i've heard that people will use different types of screws so they it's not just a standard phillips where people can or standard standard or phillips but they'll use other things to try to slow them down and hopefully thwart their so what I see from this picture, which is interesting, is there's a lot of hinges. Yeah, I noticed that. 
And uh, I wonder what they all do. That's pretty cool. Even the front door has six hinges. I'd imagine there was eight. I wonder yeah. how you even get into it. Yeah, that's so what that's... GT Buzz eighty two says that there's lots of hinges. Yeah, that well yeah. now they don't. They could be false, false hinges too. Yeah. Red herrings make you think that it does more. Um, so that's that's really cool. That would be a really cool one to have with some kind of RFID card that oh. you'd have to find or, or something somewhere on the on the light pole or a different light pole, and then we'd have to carry it over to scan it on that on there. So that's a really cool cache. Like that um, the the next one he has is GC8VPEB. Um, it's called Well, Just b Beware. So, Well, Just Beware. Uh, it's a result of seeing a sign in a shop in Seward, Alaska that returned uh, or that turned into a cache behind a puzzle to reduce the traffic. Yeah, let me pull it up here. To reduce the traffic is likely going to be removed so I can put the tribute cache there unless I can get another appropriate spot for it. So obviously you have to ask permission if you're going to bury it. I don't know where the container is on this, but it's a really cool sign that just says beware. Well, just beware. That's pretty cool. Yeah. That's uh, like a sign that I made for a cache and I haven't put it out. It's, it says notice. And then it says, thanks for noticing this. You notice, you <laughs> notice has been noted. Um, just fun things like that on, on Love uh, caches or signs is, is really fun. So yeah, that's really cool. Beware. Anytime you can, dot, dot, dot. <laughs> yeah. Anytime you can bury a cache like that and put a sign on it, people don't bother. I have one right outside a huge homeless camp. It's never been bothered with. Uh, no one's ever oh, touched wow. it That's awesome. um, because I think everybody thinks it's a very, it's an official thing and it's just a sign with a big box behind it. Right. Um, and then I have a red flashing light that runs on a battery that runs for months and it just flashes on the back. Um, just so it looks like it has some kind of <laughs> sensor or something on it, but I've never had it bothered with. Right. Um, so um, let's see here now. So that is uh, John's uh, just finding our way. Is yep. his caching name? Yep. So we have another question here from um, Justin Fitzgerald. Um, and I think his, his uh, geocaching name is Pinballer. Um, cool. So he goes, uh, my caching name is Pinballer. I like to build caches that involve plunging a ball vertically and having it land into a certain hole. Kind of like the attached picture. I should pull up. Yep. Right there. Um, it would need something uh, to sense it that will trigger the locker code. And it's asking, would you... I would love to see you guys take on a physical game like this cash. Um, so this is really cool. Um, you could absolutely have a certain number you'd have to get it into to uh -huh. actually activate something. And you could use a momentary switch um, that would activate it. Um, it would just have to, you'd have to put that switch inside that hole, uh, whatever number you want to, when the ball drops down, it would roll over the switch and activate the latch. But that's really cool. I'd love to see a cache like that. So we might actually have to work on this for one of our builds. It'd be pretty simple. Yeah, I like it. Uh, you know, some of those are, you know, as, as all of y'all that make gadgets know, you've, you kind of have to think of it so many different ways other than the standard, because you never know what somebody's going to do. Um, 
or what they yeah. attempt to do so they don't break it. Yeah, and some of these next ones we have here um, from uh, Terry Whale. Uh, Red Is it Redmoby? Is his caching name? Um, and he has sent in some photos of some caches that he's made um, out of birdhouses. Um, just read this here. Uh, so he likes to make them. He likes bats. He likes to make everything with, with bats on them. So this is a, a birdhouse cache that he's made here. Um, and what you have to do is... I built the cache to put out, and now I want to put out the one with read switches with voice modules. I have bats caches to put out where a 9-volt battery lights up the bat eyes, and the red demon eyes give the combination to the lock. So I wonder if you have to look in here inside the, the hole of this oh, cache right. or use a read switch or something to activate it. And then once it activates, you when you're looking in that hole, yep. we'll give you the, the lights inside the demon eye there will flash and give you the lock. And then once you get in, it looks like the skeleton actually has the cache inside of his mouth. So that's really cool. Yeah. It's, it's little ones like this with all those designs and stuff that I get worried about. Cause I'm thinking someone walking by who doesn't know about caching or something is like, Oh, what is that? Yeah. Oh yeah. I want to look at it more. Right. So it's not just your typical birdhouse. It's, it's a lot nicer than a typical birdhouse. So I wonder though, how does he, does he say, I need to look this. How does he illuminate the the inside? Uh, he doesn't. He just says a nine volt battery lights up. Oh, okay. Nine volt battery lights up the bat's eyes. So I don't know if you have to bring your own. Um, he talked in here that he's making them with reed switches uh, and okay. voice modules now. So maybe it's okay. a reed switch. Maybe it's just the nine volt battery you put in. Um, not. I'm not 100 percent sure on that. So. I'm I'd imagine you he probably has a couple of lugs where you just touch the nine volt battery to it and it probably just activates the yeah whatever's flashing the lights. You know, sometimes the simpler you can make them the easier. Yeah. Well, he says the nine volt battery lights up the bat's eyes. The red demon eyes give the combination to the lock. Oh, okay. So it's a it's there's two parts to it. You see, so one of them would open the front door and the second one open is, is the combination to the lock. Is that, am I not reading is that, that right? right? I don't know. Once you open the door, it looks like you have access right to the log. Yeah. Okay. So I don't know, but it, there's pictures of it. It's, it's really cool. I like that. It's a good use of the uh, led flashing uh, lights for the combination. You guys uh, always talk about, or not always, but I know you guys are big on using. I mean, nine volts are nice because they're 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 easy to use, but they of course wear out pretty easily. I mean, they're they're handy to have. I mean, would it be? Do you guys, leave, you know, typically leave them? I mean, do you try to leave one behind? I mean, it's it's kind of one of those things where I guess you tell people, like, do you on yours, Chad, do you put a note that says, please bring a 9-volt battery to this cache kind of thing? Just First line says, this, this cache okay. requires a 9-volt battery. You must bring your own. 
um, is the first thing on the uh, the first line on the cash description. Um, and I still get people that show up and they, yeah. Hey, I can't find the battery. Oh, you have to bring your own. <laughs> you bring your own. I tr yeah. I try and get away from having people provide nine volt batteries because a lot of people don't carry nine volts and yeah. they just don't have them in general laying around their house and they have to go to the store and nine volt batteries are like $5 now. They can be pretty uh, expensive. Well, yeah. And so I've had people put in there. I had to go spend five bucks just to find this cash, you know, try to so find a nine volt battery. And yeah, try to find a nine volt, nine volt battery in Colby, Kansas. Let me tell you. Uh, yeah. Becoming a Mingo Madness right now. You're going because you're going to Mingo Madness because I know you're going. You need to uh, start uh, putting stuff away that you're going to bring to uh, the event. And the first thing you need to do is make a little pile somewhere of stuff you're going to bring to the mega. The first one you're going to bring is a nine volt battery. So make start making your pile of stuff uh, to take with you. And the first one is a nine volt battery because you're not going to find one in town. I mean, you're going to be driving a ways to get one. So always put one in your back, you know, on your, in your caching bag. So, so something that I carry in my bag, um, now it would work on these led light batteries. Yeah. Um, if it has to have nine volts, exactly, it wouldn't work, but are these little, they come in double A and triple A packs and there are four pack of double A or triple A you put them in yeah. and it has a nine volt connector. Yeah, I love so that. Then you just have to carry, you know, double A's and it will right. work for nine volt or whatever, which most most cashers, especially if you're old school and you're doing it with a GPS, you probably have some batteries in those that you can take out. So, and yeah, I, I think that's the next. Well, hopefully everybody's got one of those. Those are handy to have. Like you said, uh, Chad, is to have uh, have that. Um, and. Pear Rabbit says that. He says, I avoid the nine volt. So few people have need for one. Better to use a, a double A holder built onto the ga the gadget and bring your own battery that boy. Yeah, I yeah. like those. I know Dave mentioned, I think the first time I'd seen one or I would either, well, or at least the discussion. I remember the discussion about that Dave had uh, early on in, in Gadget Talk uh about a year ago now which was um to have that because it's so much more efficient of a battery source is to put those double a's into that holder which has a nine volt connector on it so much yeah. better to carry around with you yes unless you need exactly nine volts and it wouldn't work i also have these nine volts here it's probably hard to see oh yeah um, these are rechargeable. You just plug them in oh, to cool. a micro USB and you can charge it in your car or whatever. And so I just keep this in my pack as well. Nice. So anyways, there's a few different options, but so anyways, I try and get away from nine volts altogether. Yeah, yeah I agree. I see what you're saying. Yeah, there. Um, so we did the one there and there, there, we just have a few other photos of some of his other caches here. Um, which these, these ones here will incorporate the sound modules and the read switches. So we did the sound modules. Um, we talked about them a few shows back, right. um, and using read switches and all that stuff. So, um, these ones here that he's making, and again, he likes bats. So yep. they'll, they'll have bats on them. 
Um, these will re, uh, have the sound module and read switch, which is a good way because if you have a read switch, you have someone bring their own magnet. They just have to find the sweet spot on the cache right. to activate that the read switch. And then the, the house itself would tell you or the cache what the code is to open it. So that's kind of a fun little, uh, you know, way to change from using LEDs just to using a voice. Um, and so here's another one. And and I yeah. think if I went to a cache and it started talking to me, that's pretty oh, cool. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I like he's, uh, he's very artistic. I love his, uh, his doings of the, oh yeah. The, uh, uh, birdhouses pretty, you know, standard birdhouse, but yet he changes it up. And you've noticed, Go go back to the one before that. Uh, you know he, you know he's got some different variations on sort of variation on a theme there, but um, he's got the lock on the outside of that one in a certain location, and then the next one, it's it's he switched it up and it's got numbers all over it. So I'm thinking this is a read switch where one where you have to either hit certain numbers either to make an LED light up to get the code or or talk to you. But what's confusing to me is you have all these bolts at the very bottom, which to me seems like if you would have to complete a circuit to make something light up. So those yeah. could all be repairing too. It does look like that, doesn't it? It looks like two of them are probably connected together. You just got to figure out which two. Yeah. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. Yep, Dan, you are um, correct. I'm starting to think he likes bats. I agree. I think, yep. I think you're onto something. Yes. Uh, and so we have uh, <clears throat> Terry Whale who did those bat ones as well. Yeah. Um, he, back in November, he did one. Um, and so Terry's from the UK. Um, cool. And so he his first cache that he did, it looks like here, um, from us was is GC8YM2K. Um, and so he did this um sorry in the show notes too or not shows but in the okay just for people can okay along uh, so he works with kids with learning disabilities oh. and one of them passed away and so he actually made this cash for the kid because he really liked it wow. and made this cash for the kid who passed away and it's using balloons thank you for your work and your service there oh he's on the isle of white that's cool I don't see it on here. You see the balloon cache? Yeah, it's oh, did you not, maybe you didn't upload it? Let's see. It's uh it's the it's the light blue one. Yeah, here. I can show a picture. Well, yeah. My iPad just went away. I can do it too if you need me to. Yeah, if you do you have a picture there to show? Yeah. I'll do it real quick. Show you. How's that? How's oh yeah, there you go. That. So that's what it looks like. It looks like one. He didn't say exactly how you open it. Um, oh, but it looks that? like oh, magnetic code decipher. Yeah, I like it. Themed around the life of of uh, Stefan. It's very creative. So. That was the gentleman who, or the kid who passed away. Uh, well, he works with adults with disabilities, so it must have been a yeah. gentleman who passed away. So can't really see it cool. on the on the show, but when you look at it 
all those balloons have numbers. So, and there's numbers that are not even inside the balloons. So, and then he has a dog. There's a dog who's looking up. So, I mean, there's a lot of clues, lots of, um, there's some that are star shaped balloons. They're different colored balloons. They're different. Uh, the colors are uh, each of the, the numbers. Some of them are red, some are white. So there's a lot of, a lot of possible, and there's a big star on the top. So, I mean, he's got it so that there's, uh, there's a lot, there's a lot of clues to, to go through, which is cool. I like that. It's cool. Yeah. Pretty fun. Yeah. Pretty fun. fun. Yeah. I have one in town where you're supposed to, well, if you want to get the combination, you have to look at the outside of the birdhouse and I give the clue. I give the clues in the cash description, but sure enough, I have people all the time who are like, Oh, I don't, I don't, I don't quite get what's going on. I like, okay, look at the capitalized words in the description, and they do, but they then they forget, or some reason they, they don't put two and two together, and they go, oh, I know what the, I know what the combination is, and they're not looking at the, the bird, the container. I think so often we, uh, you know, I think people get ahead of themselves sometimes. Probably you probably got that on some of yours too, Chaz. People get, oh, I know what it is. And it's like, it's not working. It's like, well, no, what exactly are you doing? No, you know, you got to look at what you're doing here. Yes, I get that all the time. And I, because I put my number on there too. And so people text me all the time about that. But just, I mean, just uh, earlier today, I got a text that says, help, I'm at such and such cash and I can't find it. Well, can't find Giant box. It's it's this one's it's well it's two foot by two foot by like eight inches deep yeah and there's a big there's a big sign on it literally it says geocache <laughs> I don't I don't know how you miss it so not but, sure how you uh, how you miss something like that but you know if you're new yeah and he did mention he was new and but then I'm thinking that one there is probably one of my hardest ones to find oh wow so um it because it's two steps. You have one step just to get to the key and then another step to get inside. Or then once you're inside, you have another step to get to the cache. Get to so, the cache. Right. But it's fun reading the logs afterwards, especially oh. if they're brand new. Oh yeah. So. Yeah. I love when it's, and that's the other thing about gadget caches. You can kind of even take it one step further and make them a little bit, even, you know, hidden in plain sight kind of thing to make it. Well, I know you, a lot of yours are hidden in plain sight, but, um, you know, that's like the one that this one, this is a, it's a bounce bounce original that I got from you. And sure Not enough, I got more people who are like, oh, I need to get a picture. I'll show you. I got to take a picture out there too, of it, of it in the wild. But people are like, I can't find it. I, I can't find it. I'm like, there's nothing on that fence except for this Greenville fence company. It's got the GC code too, but I, well, uh, good. People can go find it then. Yeah. People can go find it. Go find this cash. <laughs> but the funny thing, yeah, come all the way to Greenville and do it. But what's funny is, is that I get more people who are like, uh, where is it? I, I just, are you, you know, is it still here? It's not, I get, I've even had people go, it's gone. I go, really? It's gone. Are you sure? 
and you're like, uh, no, I don't think it's gone. I go check, you know, I can just drive by and make a quick loop around the, the location and then leave. And I go, yep, still there. And they're like, I, one lady, she's still, you know, now she's fairly new, I think to the, to the sport, but she can't for the life of me find this thing. And I thought, Oh, that's cool. I mean, in a sense, I mean, I've given her plenty of clues. So I'm actually surprised you haven't earned more favorites on them than what you have, but I've got quite a few. Have you looked at it lately? I well, haven't lately. No, not many people find it because not many people in our area, you know, find caches, but yeah, I love it. I love, I love the extra, you know, if you had a gadget cache, you kind of want to think that extra step to me. I mean, the, obviously you want to make sure the gadget cache works flawlessly, but to make it blend in to wherever you're going to put it. Oh, that's genius. That's a, that's yeah. even more genius. Yeah. That's why you got two of them because yeah. I built one and I didn't like the way it works. So I built another one. Yeah. For you. So and now if it, but, if it ever gets muggled, I got an extra. Yeah. <laughs> um, perfect. Now let's see here. I'm gonna go back to the brand. So the next one is actually from, Do you know how to say their cash name? Jamie. I, I'm the worst at reading the names. M. Uh, Mo Drum, Dramana? Mo Drama? Oh, no. Uh, Mo Dorima. I was way off. That's why I don't like reading <laughs> these. You're so, fine. Uh, but anyways, he actually built one off of our um, flashing lights, the Arduino-based flashing light one. Uh and so when he built it, he put it in a fake rock. This is what the fake rock looks like. Underneath, he has actually one of the real estate boxes, key boxes underneath, mm -hmm. which is great. That's an expensive cash. Those things are like 30 to 40 bucks just for that lock system. So, right. and then um, he has the Arduino with the LEDs. Oh man, I keep using my mouse to point to stuff on the screen. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but he has the uh, LEDs there on the right-hand side. Right. And then your nine volt battery there, and once you connect it, it yeah, yeah, over here on that that's over here on that part. Once you connect it, it flashes the code, and then you have the code to the uh, to the cache. So that's actually really cool. Um, and he sent a picture of it in place in the wild. Oh, that's man, what look it looks that. like. Which that that's looks awesome, crazy real. I mean, so. th that is that is so hidden in plain sight that. The rock is in that little area there, and you can't tell anything. You can't tell that that's that is a great rock. Yeah, I mean that, it, and it looks like it's built out. It looks like it's fiberglass. Yeah, probably so. Me, or so yeah, but it's very well done. I mean, that's cool. So, and that one, I don't know if I gave the GC number two. If I, I have it, I put it, I put it in the the chat. You did. Okay. GC8Z, as in zone, and J, as in Jasmer, 97. Nice. And it's called Rock This Town. <laughs> the name of the cash. Awesome. So that's that's really cool. Um, and that looks like, is that all the ones that I have on here? Yep. Thanks, Jamie. Jamie was yes. one of the first ones to build... Uh, 
like I said, about a year ago when Gadget Talk started, uh, Jamie was one of the first. Remember, you, uh, I think it was after the first show. You said you asked people if they would uh, if they build it, then you wanted to see photos. I think he was one of the first ones. One of the, one of the first. Now you've gotten, of course, several that have built and. Yeah, and those ones I didn't put up here, and those ones I believe our first three people that hit them and or they went live got free shirts, right? Yeah, free Gadget Talk shirts. Yep. So, um, yeah, there's been several of them that are still live. I follow every one of them that I have up there, awesome. just to see, just to yeah. see the logs on them, and they're it's really cool. Yeah. So you guys are you guys are killing it. You're really you're you're doing great. Uh, Gadget Talk Podcast at gmail.com. Yeah, and if you send it in, if you want to give us a little more detail on how it works, if you want pictures of the inside or even maybe the mechanism, we don't want to give a hint on how to get into it. We don't want to ruin right. it or give any spoilers, but it's kind of nice to put in there, you know, using our Arduino-based or using Arduino RFID card, read switches, any kind of detail you can kind of give us to to try and explain it. Um, that helps out quite a bit. Yeah, absolutely. Um, let's see, I think I'm getting a couple emails right now, but... While you're doing that, if I could, uh, I would like to uh, plug the gadget uh, gadget panel and showcase, and that'll be at 3 p.m. Central Standard Time on uh, Saturday during Worldwide CashCon. So for all you Gadget Talk fans, you definitely want to join us at least, you know, I probably can't sit there for eight hours and watch every one of them, although it'll all be indexed in the future, you know, once the thing's over. So if you want to go watch a certain hour, you will be able to, you know, afterward. But if you want to be here live, um, then you, and you want to watch the gadget showcase hour, it's the 3 p.m. Central Standard Time. You can find the schedule here geocachetalk.com forward slash WWCC21 worldwide cash con 21. And uh, I know you and uh, Derek were working, working hard on that hour and uh, always fun to, um, to see things like that. And uh, so, yeah, that's going to be a, that's going to be a very cool hour. Uh, the 3 PM central standard time hour change. Yeah, that'll be fun. Yeah. It'll be fun. And also I have a few other ones that were sent to me, but I asked, I always ask back if it's okay to share them on the show and I haven't received an answer. So yeah, uh, make sure if you do send us something, tell us it's okay to share on the show. Cause I don't want to give spoilers away. Some right. people, sometimes people just want to show us. Yeah. Everybody else. So right. Make sure you mention that in there. Darren uh, says lots of coffee to stay awake all night or Darren, you could, you could go to bed early and get up at 2 AM. Sorry, but sorry about that, that we, uh, we tried to, we, we, it's hard to you know it's a good problem to have is to ha i guess is to have a worldwide event but we you know it's hard to plan for the <laughs> unless you do 24 hours it's kind of hard to do an event for so um yeah i think for them it's 2 a, 2 a.m or 3 a.m one of the two i'm trying to remember is depends on again depends on where you are in australia but somewhere in the middle of the night it's going to start and uh you know, we'll finish at um, 7 p.m. Central. Again, uh, 
set your clocks correctly. Oh, thank you, my friend. He says, well worth it. Yeah, it's um, <laughs> Dan. For coffee, that's funny. For coffee. Wouldn't it be great to have that GC number? Boy, you'd never, you would never ever give it away. That would be a that would be one that you'd want to keep forever. I don't care what happens to that cash. I'm keeping that GC for yep. for for life. But uh, yeah, you know, it's um, there's a lot of already know. And again, uh, we, we miss Derek tonight, but he is working hard, putting everything together. And there's a lot, there is a lot that we're going to provide that is worldwide. Uh, we've got uh, items. We have parts of the show, parts of the, of the conference are going to be um, from people in Australia, New Zealand. Um, got a couple different ones in New Zealand, a couple different from Australia that, that have been provided. Uh, Canada, Germany, the Netherlands, you know, France, Spain. We, we've got them from uh, many different countries. I can't, I can't even mention them all. There's so many of them. Those are the ones just pop in my head as we're going through it. But, uh, you know, they're um, um, a lot of that, that was part of the point, I guess, was we wanted to make sure that it wasn't just a U.S. cash con. It was worldwide. So we really focused on making sure that we had information and people on who are from all over uh, the world. Yeah. I think we did a pretty good job with that. So yes, we did. I, I've seen some of the videos and it's, it's, it's going to be good. It'll be fun. And yep. you know, it's the first year of it. Um, the word will get out. And um, oh, yeah. if we do it again, um, I'm sure it'll be even bigger. A lot more true. people. Oh yeah. So I'm, I'm looking forward to the part. Uh, we're not giving any spoilers away, but I know you were able to do um, some headquarters work that, is really cool because uh you know not well nobody right now can go to headquarters and um you were saying beforehand that it was kind of eerie going there with normally there's nobody there pretty much and then you said there was people there just because they're having a meeting (laughs) yeah they said they had a meeting there's i think i saw five people right and that the only reason those five were there is because they had a meeting that day yeah. Otherwise, they probably wouldn't even be there. So, yeah, yeah, half the lights were off, and you know, it was it was different. I've been to HQ quite a few times, and uh, first time I've seen it like that. So, yeah, it's- yeah. Thanks, Chad. North Dakota is is well uh, represented on on Saturday, and uh, Pacific Northwest. Lots of different parts of uh, the U.S. are part of the sponsor part of the. Uh, got some love for this event, but uh, so yep, Gilby does qualify as a country. Well, yeah, it's kind of a yep. part of our U.S. Uh, representation. Yep, and if anybody goes to HQ next year, if you're if, if they do have the event this year or yeah. next time, uh, if you ever go to HQ to the visitor center, you'll actually be able to discover this custom travel bug here. Um, I love it. It's kind of cool. If no one watches, if no one knows what it is, you've probably never watched Star Wars. But it's just yeah. signal frozen in carbonite. Can you? Everybody asked what he did wrong. <clears throat> yeah, what, what, happened? what did he do wrong? <laughs> I guess you can't really show the other side of it. We'll show the other side of it Saturday. I don't have it on the other yeah. side. Uh, 
the trackable number, it's actually off. Yeah, so fine. yeah, they're like, how do you get one? So yeah. I say you go to HQ, you get your fob from HQ, so you can track them. You track them, and once you find them, the only problem is is they they only pay out in Republic credits. Yep, only so in credits. Yeah, hard to spend those, but you know, whatever. Yeah. It's fun to get them. Yeah, I mean, who, who's taking, you know, who's taking Republic credits anymore? I mean, you can't do yeah. that. You need to. You got to have some. You got to have some tangible, some tangible money. Those, you know. I mean, yeah, Republic credits. That's no good. The Republic is over. Well, Star, Star Wars nerds, Chad and I. Um, it doesn't hover, but I did think about using a cart with a green screen part on it to bring it in. And I actually, I was thinking about, well, this one HQ wants. So, um, and they want the exact, this one because it's going to be on worldwide cash con. Yeah. Uh, so I'll probably make another one for the May the 4th event. And I thought about having some people dress up as stormtroopers or, uh, or a Mandalorian and, yeah. and bring it in. I think that'd be kind of cool. So yeah, I love it. That is so awesome. Yeah. yeah that one's going to be on permanent, uh, display. I think that's awesome. Yeah. It'll be pretty cool. Yeah. So when they first saw it, they thought it was only like a foot tall. Yeah. <laughs> and they, they saw it. They're like, wow, that's a lot bigger than we thought. Yeah. But anyway, well, that's great. So I remind everybody that uh, Saturday, the 30th worldwide cash con. Right? Yeah. That, the, the, Central? Yep. And the biggest other thing too, and I can't emphasize enough. And, and that is please, please, please tell people. I mean, the, the best way to advertise anything is word of mouth and we can only, we can only get to so many people, but you know, you know, the people are listening or watching tonight, you know, tons of people that we don't. And so it really is, uh, important, uh, you know, as a, as a team of people, you know, that, that either are, you know, that really love geocache talk. You know, please make an effort this week. Make yourself a note, put a reminder in your phone, or do it tonight. I don't, you know, whatever works, whatever works best for you to get the word out. You know, copy people on items, geocachetalk.com forward slash WWCC21. If they, the, all the information is, is there, uh, the schedule, um, the promos, the, the actual event, um, uh, link is there the swag swag is still available uh up until uh right after the event the, the day after that it's you know is when they're going to close it up and, and finish off the orders um if i could show that real fast as we're getting to that point let me so there's the schedule um there's the swag button Pull it up. You got to pull it up, Gary. Oh, did I not pull it up? Sorry. There we go. Thank you, sir. Appreciate it. So, uh, yeah. So the, here's the. So send people here worldwide cash con, uh, you know, to this this location. It gives them all the information. Uh, if they're like, what's going on? There's Brian's announcement that I'm pointing to. Um, there's a promo. That you can share there's a share button right there click right there send that to people if people want to watch a a short video on it um the link there's the link and it currently says live in three days 
So we're getting close. Um, there's the swag button right there. Um, it's a picture of everything. When you click on it, you get to the whole, uh, uh, if I can click on it, takes you to GC swag right there. So we put that in the banner real quick. So if people, people want to buy the coins. There's the GC swag.com for slash WWCC 21, um, coin shirt and you can get a combo. Uh, if you do the friends of, you do get. Uh, a special edition coin. Uh, you obviously get the the regular coin, the shirt, but you also get a special edition gold version. Ooh, gold, cool. So there's and, three different color coins, correct? Yeah, uh, I think there's two. Two, okay. Yeah. So gold and silver, nice. Yeah, gold one, and then there's a there's a the regular silver version. Um, the schedule. Um, then. Our sponsors, please make, uh, you know, if you don't patron these sponsors, at least maybe send a note thanking them for, you know, helping sponsor um, this conference. Um, there's Log Work, which is, you know, Gadget Talks uh, anchor sponsor. There's a word for you, but lots of, lots of sponsors. I mean, so cool to have geocaching as an official sponsor. And then there's all the different sponsors we've gotten uh, who are be involved. I got some more to put on there too. And there you go. I've got a countdown clock: three days, twelve hours, fifty-eight minutes, and twenty-four seconds, and counting. So there that's you go. Cool. I'm excited. There's my spiel. <laughs> yep, that's gonna be fun. So, yep. and uh, I would say on the when I when Brian taped his interview or the closing. Um, we're opening. He actually had behind him in a frame the napkin yes. that had the whole concept. And I actually meant to go over that, tell him, Hey, you need to put that in there. And uh, we just started talking and I completely forgot. So <laughs> it'll be nice in, in the future. We'll have to have him do one on that. Yeah. Show that. So it's pretty cool. Yeah. So next week, uh, we'll be doing a, uh, a small build as well um for our our podcast there um cool. which is like my ipad went to sleep i don't have the date right in front of me it was on my ipad oh the date um, yeah. Next yeah, yeah sorry the second uh next tuesday the second um yep. we'll be doing just a, a small little build uh nothing fancy we're trying to we're still working on being bit we're all busy from the worldwide cash con getting ready for it so yeah um not as busy as Derek, but um, so be, be a small one. We'll go over stuff. Maybe y'all can go over this a little bit more sure. uh, with people once the, once the code is shared, uh, yep. on that. So, um, and then if anybody has any questions or anything they want to share, uh, send it in to us, we may have time next week to, to go over that. So, um, awesome. next Tuesday, February 2nd. Awesome. Is that okay. it? Okay. That button? is it. Yep. I appreciate everybody joining us tonight and we will see you next Tuesday, 6 PM. Yep. All right. Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. Here we go.